pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Mood Lighting here. Sunday's Nebraska ball game against most hated rival Rutgers is sold out. No surprise there. It will be the fourth consecutive sellout for the Huskers as they're 20-8 in the season. Following Sunday's 73-55 win over Minnesota, Sunday's home finale will tip off at 5.30 with a senior night ceremonies to begin shortly after 5. But before all that, don't forget, they play at Ohio State Thursday night at 5.30. Hey, is every Division I basketball game from here on out in this state, including the NCAA tournament, going to be a sellout? Yep. Yeah, uh, I think it will be. Tomorrow night at uh, CHI? Sellout? They should. I think so. Yep. Uh, good the, hey, the Marquette, I'll be the, there. The Marquette game on Saturday. I don't know why that wouldn't be sold yeah, out. Yeah, that has to be. 76 on a Saturday? Go to the game. Reminds me of the NBA playoffs. Hey, that's that's why you build arenas and you have entertainment districts next to them. The rail yard, busy Sunday. It'll be even busier against Rutgers. Uh, the Capital District, especially with Let It Fly. Yep. Um, and more people are aware of that. As the weather is nice and you mm-hmm. got basketball, I mean, I can't wait to see the first time of the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament. If if people will realize, okay, there's like a entertainment yeah. area behind the Marriott, <laughs> right? And go over there, and it's open of, instead of going like over to the old mattress factory. Yeah. Now they will go to the old mattress factory because they're used to it. Um, but Same. that's why you build these kind of arenas and have entertainment districts next to them. Yep. So people, when it's warm out, they got something to do before and after the game. And that's the other thing. Saturday after three games over about three thirty, man, people are gonna have a great Saturday afternoon here. Just call me Positive Jim, because that's what I am over here. The epitome of positivity. Nebraska women's basketball's Natalie Potts captured her conference-leading 7th Big Ten Freshman of the Week award. She averaged 15 points, 9 rebounds, 2 steals to help Nebraska to a pair of home wins last week over Northwestern and Minnesota. And Billy Anders was named Big Ten Softball Player of the Week following an outstanding performance at the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic over the weekend. She's named Big Ten Player of the Week for the second time ever, ever in her career while a Husker, she won the award. While a Husker won the award for her second straight week, uh, senior night at Sokol tonight. The Creighton women host Xavier at six. Uh, Omaha goalie Simon Letkozy. Did I get it right, Nick? You nailed it. Oh, Simon Letkozy. I'm telling you, that rolls just off the him, tongue. Just call him the cat. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's been named NCHC Goaltender of the Week. Reese calls the him Simon time. the goalie. That, that works. Yeah. He Simon the goalie. It's I like fan. that. It's a big fan. Well, second time this season he's won the award. Yeah, five-point weekend against Colorado College. Went 1-0-1 for the series. He he bested who I think is the best goalie in that conference. Caden Barrico is a absolute former, stud. Former Lincoln star, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he had a lot of, uh, he had a lot of uh, family and friends at the game as well, all sporting some Lincoln Stars jerseys at the game on Friday and Saturday. But between those two... Saturday uh, was and, sold out. And you remember Friday, I was talking about how good that guy is and that was going to be a tough series. Uh, man, I, I failed to mention... Uh, Simon Letkozy, who was going to be up to the challenge, man, he was he was fantastic, and Embarico is worth the money. Embarico's a, and he's a small dude. He's like five seven, five yeah. eight. I know they list him at like five eleven, but a man, great weekend all around at yeah. Baxter Arena. That yeah. was good. They got a uh, one more series right at home. They do North Dakota in two weeks. Yep, I think we're going to go. I'm excited. That'll be a big one. Yeah, 
haven't been to a game this year because it's gone by so fast. Uh, college basketball last night, North Carolina's R.J. Davis poured in four straight three-pointers during a riveting second-half stretch on his way to a career-high 42 points as North Carolina holds off Miami 75-71 at the Dean Dome. Why is that so important? Because he set a Smith Center scoring record, surpassing the 40 points by Tyler Hansborough against Georgia Tech in 2006. Hey, it was a good time. A major development in college realignment that could have ramifications for years. The University of Massachusetts is set to join the MAC in all applicable sports for the 25-26 school year. UMass is an independent in football but plays in the A-10 in basketball and the vast majority of the school's other sports. UMass's hockey program will remain in the Hockey East as the MAC does not have a hockey league. The MAC presidents voted to invite UMass on Monday as the school had already formally applied to the league. When will this realignment stop? <sighs> Finally, Toronto Raptors coach Darko Rakovic promised his players a tasty reward when they finally strung together a three-game winning streak, and now it's time to pay up. This is my kind of pro sports stuff here. Uh, with All-Star Scotty Barnes logging his fourth triple-double of the season, R.J. Barrett scoring 24 points in a 130-122 victory over the Pacers last Thursday. Players responded to the longest winning streak of the season by chanting pizza. Why? Because Darko <laughs> said he's going to take them to dinner, but he told them the team's so humble they could have pizza, so they're going to have pizza to celebrate the end of a losing streak. Well, that's cool. We that's never really good. grow up. I'm motivated by pizza, so. By the way, I apologize. I can't do anything to make this thing look better. So I look, put your hat on. I I, I took I it off because I thought I was letting. You're gonna blind us. With yeah, that I'm gonna get I know. the sunglasses back. But I feel out. like I'm I'm like in Star Wars. I'm like uh, like Palpatine or something. I'm like you do have a there hood. Lurk, look lurking. Oh yeah, the hood might. There you go. Now you look yeah, like see? that Kermit gift. Like, Hello, everybody. Yes, yes. This is scary. No, you Gary, look like uh, you need to come to the. Come like to the a dark side. Beavis and Butthead. Oh, Cornholio? <laughs> Cornholio? Yeah. Cornholio. I'm yes. Cornholio. Uh, I need for my button. Omaha men's Morning's basketball which, uh, does not play until Thursday <laughs> night in St. Paul <laughs> against the uh, future 10, 15 years down the road Big <laughs> East member St. Thomas. Uh, we're on bad beats last night, SVP. The Tommies were? Uh, no, oh. Omaha was. Oh, 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 I got you. So, okay. Omaha men's basketball is their final regular season game. A lot of the bad beats. tournament begins a week from uh, this upcoming Friday. Uh, I don't. I think Omaha Omaha probably will play on Sunday. Uh, they still have a chance. No, they don't now. Uh, I was going to say still had a chance to wear white, but they, they played Kansas City. Uh, Frankie Fiddler went crazy. He had half of Omaha's points. He scored 29 of their uh, 58. But the line was three and a half for Kansas City. Omaha had the ball down 61-58 with about 4.7 seconds to go. They mm-hmm. take a timeout. They're going to inbound right in front of their own bench. Uh, one of their post players deflects it away into the hands of the lone senior for Kansas City. He picks it up at half court, dribbles down the floor, and dunks it at the buzzer <laughs> to make it a 63-58 <laughs> final. Now, it's been an interesting oh, year for the Mavs. Okay. We have nine games that Omaha has lost where in the last minute it's been a one-possession game. Yeah. But this year has also taught me there are a lot of well-known individuals that have a financial stake in our fine community that support Omaha men's basketball and sit close to the floor that also like to gamble. So we've had a couple of bad beats in a row now. Yeah. Omaha uh, was an 8.5-point favorite against South Dakota, up 7, Omaha player got fouled, shooting two, missed both free throws. And the reaction of some certain guys, they were like, oh! Then, playing Oral Roberts last week, 
<laughs> Omaha is a two and a half point favorite against Oral Roberts. It's 71 67. They're running out the clock. Kid from Oral Roberts shoots a three at the buzzer and makes it. <laughs> and the final is 71 70. <laughs> but last night, Omaha made an appearance on Bad Beats. The last time I think Omaha was on was uh, Scott Van Pelt was when the Fiddler got yep. loose. Frankie as a freshman scored the last 11 to win an yep. overtime against Denver. Best thing you saw. But that was, uh, yeah, I knew right away that was a bad beat. I did not mention on the air. I've not gone Al Michaels this year on the radio broadcast. I'm glad. Yeah. You could, though. Still uh, got more games to go. I could. I could. Well, I, I think they'll find a way, right? They have they'll, to. They'll, they'll, they'll hit a clutch shot. I'm staying please, away. Please. I'm staying away from Sioux Falls. Okay. <clears throat> uh, news yesterday. Uh, so, well, Nebraska's got the coach of the year. Creighton probably has their coach for the rest of as long as he wants to coach at uh, Creighton. Uh, Tom Chattel first to report it yesterday mm-hmm. um, that there has been initiation of contract talks, uh, no deal, nothing imminent. And, you know, Tom's not a guy that breaks news. Uh, he gets, you know, good sources. People feed stuff to him. So this is happening. Um, and this is how th- – and, and, and here's the thing. Nothing has been finalized yet. Uh there's a lot of people that have, you know, a lot of interest in Max future Creighton basketball. That hopefully soon this will happen. But how did we go from the Ed Cooley comment to beating UConn to uh, what are we doing here that this could happen? Well, I will say this for the uh, I should say the, the stakeholders in Creighton basketball because that's a sport. At that university, you cannot let take right. a step back. Right. Okay, you can't yeah. all of a sudden go from a stretch here of where you're competing to win a title in the Big East and being good in the month of March to, you know, you got ten thousand in the building and you're at the bottom of the league. Yeah, you just can't. And there's enough people, and as long as Mac is here, that's not going to happen. There's enough people that, you know, are involved in the basketball program to make sure that the basketball program has everything they need and is humming right along and doesn't miss a beat now that they've gained this status in the Big East. So good. On the stakeholders, not the careholders, but the stakeholders in Creighton basketball, that they put pressure on that this got moving really in the last 72 hours because there was no movement whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And then the deep pocketers said, what are we doing here? What are we doing? You cannot let a man that would like to finish his career here, that we want here, you can't let him walk out the door or be disgruntled. Yeah. Curb your enthusiasm, by the way. Great episode. Uh, if you watch it, you know. I'm a I'm day late. Yep. Disgruntled. Um, so you put pressure on, and it's not just the deep pocketers. I, I had plenty of people that slid into my DMs um, that said, you know what? I, I heard you talking about this is the time to reach out, not to the AD, but go straight to the president and right. say, hey, we got a good thing going here. Let's keep it going. Okay. We're a, we're a special thing here in Omaha with Creighton basketball. We got a coach that we like. He likes us. What are we doing? And it was the president that started the ball rolling in the last 72 hours to where this might end up. And there's nothing but a win-win for Creighton. Now, what would the number of years look like? Because he has two remaining on his contract. What is the money? He wants to be valued. But also, Mac is extremely smart. Mac, Mac knows where he's at. Mac has a lot of leverage. Very, very popular. Very, very successful. Things are rolling right now. You know, you're gonna you're gonna have a little bit of shift in your roster yeah. because 
You're not going to have Shireman. You're not going to have Trey Alexander. You may get Kalkbrenner back. But you're making a change from what you've been used to for four years to some new faces are now going to have to step up. I got leverage. There's other places that want me. There's mm-hmm. there's there's probably a couple of jobs that are not officially open that want me. I have all kinds of leverage. Let's get it done. And it looks like this is uh, this is picking up some momentum. So good on the people that said, "Hey, President, we can't have this happen." I I don't know I don't know how you feel, but we can't let this happen because we're in a good spot. Let's make it happen. Yeah, uh, I was I was having this conversation with <clears throat> someone over the weekend. And they'd ask the question just on the surface of, you know, why why would he want to skip town? Why would why would Mac want to leave? And you, a lot of the things that we point out of of what he has going for him, you know, you've you are the model of consistency when it comes to success and being able to make that successful transition over from the Mo Valley to the Biggest. I mean, everybody knows what he's done, but also you've seen the the recruiting model and you've seen Nebraska you've seen Creighton be able to not only recruit the state of Nebraska but also be able to find the type of Big East talent like he he, he identifies talent they develop talent it's it's what he has going on there is something that I think at times we could even take for granted because they're just always good they're reliable and if you all of a sudden go to a place with this program's future that you start to kind of count the, the pennies a little bit more than the product itself or the success on the field, and you start taking that for granted, and you let someone like that walk, like you just mentioned, Gary, is you cannot afford to, for that thing to take that step back to where this month is sort of meaningless or even to a point where the ceiling for this program is kind of like where Nebraska is being talked about part of the bubble conversation or you know hey well we're on the good side of the bubble no you you want to be talking about three and four and five seeds and can you make a run legitimate run in uh madison square garden come conference tournament time max put that program into that place and and the, the other part about it is as i was having this conversation i said all of the things you would feel are good there on the surface for mac you know he, he's heavily involved in the community people love the guy he's been able to not only have success, but he's built a you know he's built a, a life here. It's hard to walk away from that. But what anybody who has everything on the surface that looks great in their job, what is the one thing that's usually the the other the, the pull of it? And that's typically okay. What's going on behind the scenes? What's your relationship with your your bosses? What's your relationship with your superior? You're accomplishing all those things, but do you feel like you are getting that type of respect? You are going to countless NCAA tournaments. You, you've gone to the Sweet 16 and now the Elite 8 in a matter of four years. You've done all of those things. And are you feeling like, compared yeah, to your peers... Be, just people want to be valued. They do. They, you, okay. you want to be whether, valued. Whether it be uh, years on a contract or in terms of money. And, right. And here's the thing about Creighton basketball. They find money. Mm-hmm. There are enough people that care about the program that also care about Mac. They want to take care of Mac, but they don't ever want to see Creighton basketball take a step back. They can't afford. Creighton University cannot afford for Creighton men's basketball to dip. Now, are they going to be one, two, or three every year? No. But they can't be all of a sudden Butler and Xavier and Seton Hall and hang out in the 8-9 spot from where they are. You just can't. That university cannot afford... For Creighton basketball not to have a full building 
and to generate excitement. Or also this, they also can't afford Creighton men's basketball to be judged before March starts on if it's a successful season or not. Exactly. We're going to talk about this a little bit later. Like, just look at teams. Like, could you say Nebraska basketball season is successful if it just ended today? Like, Creighton is at a point where, eh, I can't answer that, Gary, because uh, March is not here, and that's now how we judge our exactly. season, if it's successful or not. So, for the people that said, you know what, we're not letting this happen. We are not going to have somebody take our coach when he just wants X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. We'll take care of him. Let's let's make sure the people that have the final say, they know how we feel, and let's move it forward. And that's what, what has happened. And it, it's kind of a, you know, 72 hours is kind of a change because there really was no movement. Um, but the best movement might have been beating UConn and the atmosphere and realizing, yeah. damn, we got a guy here that we don't want to leave. And you know what? He's 59 years old. Mm-hmm. Change isn't for everybody. Starting from scratch isn't the easiest thing to do. Let's get it done. And uh, that was uh, that was good news if you're a Creighton fan yesterday because it's one less thing you have to worry about when you get into March and jobs open up is, no, we got our guy. He's secure. You guys take Dusty May. He's not prepared for the Ohio State job like Mac would have been, but you guys take him. We're good. Yeah, and I think the ball was uh, – the way that I kind of read the situation, the ball was always going to be in Creighton's court. And you, you bring up a lot of inter- interesting things about just the parameters that exist, and that's you know age, what he has done – and you just felt like you needed a little that little extra support of hey we 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 truly believe in you and we're going to kind of put our money where our mouth is all right you're the guy that we want until you don't want to coach basketball anymore right here and this is how committed we are and then you you throw out years and money and you make it you make it so i i just i never felt like and not saying that i i know mac that well as far as what his intentions are I don't ever think he wanted to just uproot and and give it one final, you know, go somewhere else. I think Creighton was always going to have a a very big spot for him. But like anything, like you hey, said, you you want leverage. to. He did, but you you want to be valued. You want to be valued. You the, the relationship that you have with your team and, and your coaches, all those things are great. But at the end of the day, yeah, you want to make sure that that effort and that success is not going unnoticed. And the only way that that goes unnoticed is if the people up top aren't noticing. Tell you what, if uh, he would have walked and it was well known in the community that he was interested in staying, you would have had a you would have had a, a revolt of the president and the athletic director. Yeah, it'd been it, horrible. People would have marching on the president and the athletic director to say, mm-hmm. "What are we doing? What are we doing?" And also, then it sullies the water for anybody else that's looking exactly. at the job. Because Mac is so well-connected, and his coaching tree has so many different angles yep. of guys that would be prime candidates. And that's how it falls yeah. apart. So, exactly. So it's it may not be a, a win-win for everybody, but that's the situation. And you got to do what's best for Creighton basketball. Mm-hmm. Okay, Because you can't let the program slip. You, ju- you, can't, you can't let it take a step back where you have empty seats and you have no buzz. Okay, yep. You built the program up you got to keep it there. Mm-hmm. And there's enough people that ha- care about the program deeply that have the financial means to do that that they're going to take care of yep. keeping Creighton basketball where it is. Now, they maybe, say, what maybe, do you need? maybe did the dismay of other programs in the department that their budget isn't as large because you got to feed the beast. Mm-hmm. But, but we know this. For a reason. Hey, everybody has that one program on their campus that they feed and they feed and they feed, 
and you hope that they come through because then everybody else can feed off of it. Yeah. That's how business works. That's how college athletics works. Yeah. All right. Sam McEwen works with us. He is uh, coming up next. Uh, we'll uh, chat about uh, March Madness. Also, uh, we'll get into uh, some football and the uh, college uh, football playoff. And, again, less is more. I don't know if you guys have ever been told that. Less is Many more. Many times. Uh, Kansas had a There's, marketing campaign uh, for that for so, its head coach. It didn't so, work. I, I keep saying this, boys. We do college football on the field during the season really, really well. Mm-hmm. We screw it up so bad in the offseason because it's not only we want more with the playoff, we want more when the Big Ten and the SEC, and I'm not talking money. Uh, so Sammy Mack will join yeah. us coming up. And when the Mack here, wants UMass. Here in a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, UConn, Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, it's mornings with Sharp and Hanley and Jimmy on 1620 The Zone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.